Welcome to the New Man Podcast, a show for brave men to experience freedom in their faith, sexuality, and relationships. The goal? To provide practical tools and timeless principles that help you become the man you were made to be. And now, your host, Sathya Sam. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here, and welcome to the New Man Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. It's really good to have you guys here today, and I am super excited to get into our content. We're talking about all things man, all things man. What does it mean to be a man? Am I a man? How do I know? Am I manly enough? And our episode today was inspired by a recent conversation I had with a couple of my guys, and I I just thought, you know, this is a really important topic. It sounds so broad and vague. But it actually is a very specific question that I think every guy asks at some point in his life, likely you know multiple points throughout his life. So I, I wanted to just tackle the subject a little bit, um, and we'll kind of see where we go. So there's no intro here. I'm just jumping right in, and um, and I have a, I have a few thoughts because you know the the definition of a man has really changed over the years. I think. Um, you know, we just did an episode on on generational differences, right? And I think what defined a man 30, 40, 50 years ago, it was all about being a provider for the family, being, you know, head of the house, the woman stayed at home. And we've seen a major evolution in that area. And I know, you know, I'm sure you guys all have different opinions about whether or not that's a good thing or a bad thing. And I'm not going to go into that too much here uh, today. But you know, I think the the rise in um, in more just I would say female empowerment and more opportunity for women has certainly uh, called into question like okay, what is man's role in society and what does it really mean to be a man? And of course, it, it's complicated when you have your parents who grew up a certain way with a certain definition of here's what a man is, here's what a man does. And then you are growing up in a different generation, in a different society that has different values and maybe a different definition of what a man is. Now, I am not really that interested in getting super caught up in you know how times have changed and whatever else, because I personally do not believe that a man is defined by what he does. Um, I do believe that man is greatly influenced by what he does. So it's not like, oh, what you do doesn't matter, your role doesn't matter, you're just a man and that's the way it is. Um, I think you know there's there's all kinds of things that that factor in there, but what I really am always the most interested in are the underlying first principles that stand the test of time, and that's how we want to define what being a man is. Because if we define being a man by by something that is just specific to current culture or the societal societal norms of our day, that definition is not super reliable long term. And if it's not as reliable long-term, then I have reason to question how great of a purpose it's really serving. So I thought we'd, we'd boil it down to sort of the first principles, the, the first things that really help um, us just define what does it mean to be a man. And the expression of it will probably be different. Uh, the way it looks will likely change with time. But these are sort of the, the fundamental grounding concepts for what makes a man a man. Now, one of the things I encourage you to ask yourself as you listen is, are you a man? Do you, do you fit these criteria 
Or are there possibly uh, an area or two that maybe need some attention? Now, this isn't like if you don't meet this, these criteria, you're not a man, it's not that strong, but rather it's just to say, hey, when we're defining you know, what a healthy, godly man looks like, uh, let's make sure that we're doing well in these three areas, and if we're not, let's make some adjustments. Number one, every man is a leader. Every man is a leader. Leadership is the mark of manhood. Now, I'm not talking about leading a company. I'm not talking about leading an organization. I'm not even talking about leading a family. Every man first leads himself. Now, this is really important, and this will not change. A true man in 2021, in 2051, and in the year 51 leads himself. He leads himself. He takes ownership of his life. He takes responsibility for his actions, his decisions, his thoughts, and he does something about them. Every man is a leader. Now, this is a really big one. I think a lot of people think, oh yeah, you know, I want to lead something one day. I want to lead my own ministry. I want to lead my own business. Uh, Maybe it's just I want to lead my own family. I want to lead a connect group at my church. You know, I can't wait to be a leader one day. No, that's wrong. Leadership is not a position. It's a disposition. It it is an attitude that says, I'm going to take ownership and some authority here for the things that God has entrusted me with right now, and I'm going to lead it to the best of my abilities. And if you can learn to lead yourself well, you will be qualified to lead others. See, that, that's what actually qualifies you as a leader. It, it's, it's not that you have some charismatic personality or a commanding voice or that you're good at strategies and plans. What actually makes you a good leader is that you first lead yourself. And you can always spot the difference between somebody who's just in a leadership position because they climb the ranks versus somebody who's a natural leader because they actually lead themselves. And every man is called to lead. Every single man. Every single man on planet earth is called to lead, starting first with himself. The mark of a good man is he is a good leader. Okay, number two, every man, every man has an active heart. An active heart. No, I'm not talking about that organ in your chest cavity beating on a regular basis. I'm saying every single man is in touch with the things that he is passionate about, the things that give him life, the things that he finds challenging, and the things that, generally speaking, cause emotion. He is, he is aware of his inner world. There is no man on the planet, there's no successful man, there's no true man who is not aware of his internal life, who, who is not active in his heart. So what I mean is, I, I'm not talking about being you know super touchy-feely, um, a super emotional person, I myself would consider, um, I, I would consider myself to be somebody who is uh, relatively in touch with my inner world, but I'm not a particularly emotive person. I'm not super expressive. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not like really up and down, like laughing one minute, crying another. Um, it's not really like that for me and, it, and, it, and not even internally. Like I'm, I'm generally pretty composed and even keeled, but my heart is active. The, the parts of me that are inside, I am aware of. I'm aware of my motives. 
I know my passions. I know uh, the things that upset me, the things that bring me joy. I'm, I'm aware of those things and I willingly and I continuously confront them. And you as a man are called to do the same. In fact, it is the mark of a man. He's a first a leader. He leads himself. And he leads with a heart, an active heart, a heart that is uh, steadfast before the Lord, a heart that is pure in its motives and intents, and a heart that is corrective, that is willing to be um, guided, that is willing to be corrected, that, that's willing to be um, you know, shown a different way, willing to be mentored and led. This is the mark of a man. And where you will see this reflected the most is in their relationships. You see, a, a man can lead himself really well, stay on his own, and, and match or meet that criteria. He can lead himself well on his own. That's fine. But you can't do the second criteria alone. In fact, a, a man with an active heart will be the most visible and the most evident in his relationships, in his friendships in his marriage, with his parents, whatever, wherever it is, he shows up. He's present. He's engaged. He's engaging. He, he takes an interest in other people. This is the mark of a healthy man. Lastly, and there's so many more, but in my opinion, these are probably the three marks of a man. Three marks of a man. So the third and the final mark is this. Every man has a vision for his life. A vision for his life. Now, this one might sound, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe not as significant or it doesn't cut to the core as much. But in my opinion, it's just as important. The men that I see struggling, wandering aimlessly in life are the guys who do not have a vision. They, they don't know where they're going. They are, they are just kind of going from one face to the another, letting people run their show for them. They, they don't have any, any sense of what their calling is or their destiny or where they're, where they're meant to go. And it doesn't matter the stage, the age, or the season of life. A true man will always have a vision. Even in the waning years, you know, I look at my grandpa. My grandpa's 90. And, and I, I know that his heart for me and, and for, for my, uh, my siblings and my cousins and all of us, he, he is thinking about us. He's thinking about how to leave a legacy. He's thinking about how to make sure that what he does now leaves something powerful and impactful behind for us. And, and this is what I mean. It, it, it's nothing crazy. It's nothing profound. You know, my, my grandpa's not going to be some multimillionaire who leaves all this generational wealth. It, it's not that you have to exceed and go uh, uh, you know, above and beyond. It, it's just that you're conscious of it, that you let it actually drive some of your decisions and some of the moves you make in your life. Vision is, is the thing that propels us forward. It, it's the thing that allows us to endure the difficult circumstances. It's the thing that, that causes us to get back up after we get knocked down. Because you will get knocked down in this life. It, it, it happens. It should happen. It's going to make you better. And when it does, learn from it. And let your vision drive you. The people, in my opinion, who, who make the biggest difference in this world are the people who are crazy enough to believe their big visions. 
See, I'm not talking about uh, a wish. Uh, oh, it'd be so cool to, you know, be a millionaire one day. Or it'd be so cool to, you know, whatever. I'm talking about like a vision. Like this, this is what um, life is going to look like. And, and here's some things that I will do intermittently to get myself there. You don't have to have it all figured out. You know, and let's not kid ourselves. Any plan that you make over the, the span of, you know, a year, five, 10, 15 years, it's not going to happen the way you draw it up. You're going to have to make changes along the way and whatever else. But the point is there's vision that's driving it. Vision is driving the life. And I would like to suggest that when you do criteria one really well, and when you do criteria two well, criteria three is an inevitability. It is, it is bound to happen. If you are a man who leads himself well, and you have an active heart, you can't not have vision for your life and where it's going. So these to me are the, the three markers of a man. And you know, we were talking about this in, in one of our groups lately because um, there, there are guys out there and, and some of the guys I'm working with um, feel uh, like they don't, they don't have something that, that, that a man should. You know, they don't have a certain quality. They don't have big muscles or they don't have a ruggedness. They're, they're not as aggressive as some of their male counterparts you know they they don't have um they don't have some quality and they feel like it disqualifies them as a man so let me just be the first person to tell you there there is no set of traits characteristics characteristics or qualities that make up a man i mean there's biological components and that kind of thing but i'm talking about persona i'm I'm talking about your your kind of um makeup as a person none of those things are defined um, in, in a strict parameter. Instead, we are asking, do you lead yourself well? Do you have an active heart? And do you have a vision for your life? If you can find those three things, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, those are the three things you need. It doesn't matter if you're, um, you know, kind of softer, gentler, uh, if you're more emotional. It doesn't matter if you're rugged and you have 300 pounds of muscle on your body. I mean, it, it literally does not matter that the physique or, or the emotional composition or anything else, those things do not define whether or not you're a man. Do you lead yourself well? Are you in touch with your heart? Do you have a vision for your life? Those are the criteria that we are going by and that alone. Now, lastly, let me, lastly, let me leave you with this. Um, if, if you get to meet me in person one day, which I, I really hope to, you know, I hope that as the podcast grows, uh, maybe we can do some meetups or, um, you know, in-person events or who knows. We'll see where this could, could take us. But I am, you know, I'm, I'm about 5'11", and I am scrawny as can be. I am, I am a thin little guy. And I grew up, um, I skipped a grade when I was little. So I grew up with people who were always older than me. And that means that uh, my friends hit puberty before me. It means that they had their growth spurts before me. Like I was just always behind and my genetic composition kind of had me already to be, I would say, just relatively smaller. So I learned, I learned at a young age that I was going to have to just do my best with what I had and that who I was was a man. And you know what? I was a lot gentler than my friends. That's the honest truth. I was a lot smaller than my friends. I was a lot more considerate and a lot kinder than my friends. I I saw the world differently. I probably had a little bit more emotional intelligence. 
And I questioned, like, is something wrong with me? Am I, why am I different? You know, why are my, are, are my friends like, are they, are they the weird ones? Am I the weird one? Like, I, I don't feel weird, but, but I can't help but notice I'm different. And it, it takes time. But I, again, the, these are the three things that I've honestly always fallen back to. Number one, I can lead myself. And I know that's what a man does. I, I knew that from a young age. I don't know why or how, but it was just instilled with me that a man leads himself. That's what men do. So I led myself. The men who struggle the most in our society today are the ones who, who bypass criteria number two. And I was fortunate enough, like I said, to have a personality and a natural skill set in this area. Now, it, it's been much easier to kind of um, get into heart matters with other people. A lot harder to do it with myself. But again, that's where criteria number one comes in. If I want to lead myself well, I have to be willing to go to those places of my own heart. Not just, not just to be you know, the sounding board and, and the encouraging voice for other people when they're going through challenges. And number three is vision. And I'm telling you, the most inspiring men on this planet are those who have vision. That, and that, that's all it was for me. I, I just knew that, like, um, yeah, people might see me differently. People might not get me. Sure, I'm this kind of scrawny Indian kid uh, growing up around these big Dutch guys who were, like, twice my size and, uh, and you know, uh, ahead of me in their development. And it was like, well, I still know that I'm made for a purpose, God's got a call in my life and I'm going to actively fulfill that call. And you know what's crazy is that call for me has always involved speaking, teaching, and helping other people, coaching other people. The things that I get to do now. And, and that's all it is. That, that's all I'm saying. It's like, it, it's not actually complicated, but if you have these three things in place, it, it, will, it will just naturally move your life forward and it will propel you deeper into your identity and your calling as a man of God. So let me give it to you one more time and then we'll wrap it up, okay? The definition of a man is being changed in our society, especially male roles and, you know, what a man can and can't do, what a woman can and can't do, et cetera, et cetera. But what we know is that there are always first principles that guide our definitions. And if we can identify them, then we don't have to worry about the changing wave of culture and society. Instead, we can continue to focus in on these first principles. And what I've identified in my own life and my exploration of scripture and in working with hundreds of men is that there's three things that define a man. Three things. Number one, he leads himself. Number two, he has an active heart. And number three, he has vision for his life. Now, you don't have to perfectly execute any of these, but if these three are always in the mix in your endeavors in life, they are guaranteed to lead you to great places. You will do great things, and you are a man. That's all it requires. It just requires these three things. Vision for your life, being in touch with your heart, and leading yourself, taking active responsibility and ownership of the things in your life. If you can do those three things, you're a man. That's all it takes. Great news. You're a man. Look at that. It's not complicated. It's not hard. Um, but these are the things that I highly encourage you to dig into. And as I mentioned at the top of the podcast, if you find that there are some things where you're like, okay, you know what? Actually, this area, I think I got it, but I'm maybe not doing it as well as I could or whatever it might be, then hey, this is a wake-up call. This is a chance for you to get some help, take some steps, and see what you can do to walk further in your calling and to be the man God made you to be. 
Hey, much love to you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And look, if you're struggling with porn um, or you're just struggling maybe in one of these areas and you need some help, I want to encourage you to go to my website, sathiasam.com. We have lots of resources there. we got a blog. Obviously, we have this podcast. And we also have the ultimate guide to porn recovery if you're looking to specifically get free of porn. Uh, and if you have questions or you have things that you want me to tackle on this podcast, nothing is off limits. You can fill out the contact form and we'll get back to you. And if we don't get back to you, we'll at least make sure to take it into consideration for our podcast content. Thank you guys so much for listening today. I hope that today's episode helps you lead your life. See, there it is. Lead your life with confidence and integrity. Much love, guys. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to The New Man Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, you can share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest, please sign up for the weekly newsletter at www.sathiasam.com or follow on Instagram at Sam. Thanks again and see you next time.